Welcome to Holistic Accountant Podcast, where we aim to showcase how adopting a holistic approach in accounting and tax maximizes value for clients. Beyond traditional tasks like preparing financial statements and tax returns, a holistic accountant focuses on offering advice that maximizes personal wealth on an after-tax basis. If you enjoy this episode, please consider leaving a rating and sharing it with those who might also benefit. And to ensure you stay updated, subscribe to our weekly email. The link is in the show notes. Okay, today, Mena, I would like to share some case studies of some clients that they've been able to structure their financial situation and taxation liabilities and so forth in a way that's facilitated them to repay their home loan at an accelerated rate. Obviously, there's two big costs in lifetime, typically. It's repaying your home loan, so buying a primary place of residence and owning it 100%. And the other big outflow for everyone is taxation liabilities, of course. So they're the bit two big ticket items in our life. They're the ones that probably deserve the most amount of attention to try and minimise. And so what we thought we'd do is share some case studies here. Now, of course, every client is different. We're not going to suggest that you should listen to these case studies and then just follow the ideas that are kind of embedded in them. It's really important that you get your own specific individual advice to make sure that whatever we've done for a particular client is still appropriate in your circumstances as well. So most recently we had a client who had a large home loan and he was so hell-bent on actually paying down this home loan that he couldn't actually pay his tax liabilities. So he had various income tax liabilities and best liabilities that he wasn't able to meet. So he then then employed a secondary loan against the equity in his home to repay this debt and he kept using this strategy whereby the interest on this additional secondary loan would become tax deductible and the basically converting non-deductible debt into deductible debt so it allowed him to pay down the home loan a lot sooner whilst maximizing his interest and tax benefits. Another example I'd like to share, Mina, is uh, we had a client and they had a $700,000 home loan and they had $200,000 sitting in the offset account. And of course, all their surplus cash flow went into the home loan offset account to obviously reduce interest and sort of notionally repay their loan, of course. After talking about it with them and they were really concerned about, okay, they knew they wanted to repay their home loan as fast as possible, but they were kind of thinking, is that lazy money just sitting the $200,000 just sitting in the offset account. And so after a bit of a discussion, what they ended up doing is moving that 200000 into the home loan to actually reduce the balance from seven hundred to 500000 And they went to their bank, or in fact, we went to their bank on their behalf, and we borrowed another 200000 for investment purposes. And so what they're doing now is they're investing that in the share market. They're investing in a high yield index fund, which is going to earn about 7% or more in terms of pre-tax income. And essentially what that means is that their interest cost will be less than their investment earnings. So their cash flow position is actually improved and which will, they can use that additional cash flow to sort of repay their home loan. Another thing they're considering is potentially capitalizing interest on that loan. Now, again, you want to be careful with that, but that means that if they do that, it means they will receive the dividend income, but won't have the interest expense from a cash flow perspective, but they will from a tax liability perspective. So it'll help them save tax, maximize their income, and again, accelerate home loan repayments. It's not as good a strategy as the one that Mina just shared with the self-employed person, but again, it was a strategy worth mentioning that certainly helped them save tax. 
And that's a little bit different to margin lending, isn't it, Stuart? Absolutely. So borrowing against the equity in your home is beneficial because you aren't open to any margin calls because you're using your home as security. And also the interest rates are a lot lower than margin lending facilities. Whereas with margin lending facilities, of course, the interest rates are much higher, but also it's linked to the value of your share portfolio. So if the market crashes, you will get a margin call and that can be problematic as well. The other component is a Division 7A loan from a corporate beneficiary. Now, I don't want to get too technical here, but typically if you draw funds on retained earnings from a company without declaring it as a dividend or wages, it creates what is called a Division 7A loan, which is an interest-bearing loan between the company and yourself as a director or a share holder. Those loans are interest-bearing and sometimes it's not a great strategy to repay your home loan because you can end up paying a much higher interest rate on your Division 7A loan rather than your home loan. Division 7A loans are sitting at roughly from memory around 8%. Is that right, Stuart? Yep. So whereas your home loan is probably sitting around 5% and that interest on your Division 7A loan is not deductible if it's paid out to you as an individual. So it's not a great strategy and something to be always wary about when trying to take out funds from your business. We had another client, Mina, that was distributing profit to their self-funded retiree parents. So they owned a business, the business generated some profit, of course, and so some of that profit they distributed out to their parents because their parents had very low tax rates. They didn't have much in the way of other taxable income, and that was sort of tax effective in doing that, which is fine, but we know given the sort of crackdown from the ATO, that cash actually has to be physically transferred to those parents, which it was, but those parents were were in a situation where they were self-funded. They didn't really need the money. They certainly didn't want the money from their children. They wanted their children to really benefit from those funds. And so they said to their children, look, instead of us having the money, it's just sitting in a transaction account earning like 1% in terms of interest. Why don't we put that money into your home loan offset account? At least it'll make a massive saving to you because obviously home loan interest rate sort of five and a half, six percent And the parents didn't need the interest income. So it was just that their parents felt more comfortable about it. And so that situation was certainly very interesting because obviously it helped our clients reduce their tax liability, but also that they still ended up getting the ultimate benefit from those funds because the parents sort of lent them or deposited those monies in those offset accounts. Another scenario, what we assisted one of our clients to do is actually to interpose an entity within their corporate structure to basically get funds out or borrow to purchase units or shares in that business. What that allowed us to do is allowed us to obtain working capital from the bank to fund certain expenditure, allowed our clients to actually extract those funds and use them to repay home loan debt. So depending on your business operations, it might not be relevant to everyone out there. But if you have if a corporate structure, that there could be an avenue where you can restructure your affairs to access equity and repay you as the business owner. So hopefully sharing some of these stories today gives you a bit of in sort of introduction or taste for some of the strategies that we can implement for clients that ultimately they're not done purely to save tax, of course, but the consequence of those strategies result in lower non-tax deductible debt. And of course, because if you pay 6% on your home loan, you've got to pay that from an after-tax basis because you don't get a deduction for the interest. Whereas if you borrow for an investment purpose and the interest rate 6% and you pay the highest 
marginal rate, then really your after-tax cost of debt is 3%, almost half the cost of what home loan debt is. So the strategy should be reduce your home loan debt as fast as possible. Maybe not at the complete cost of making other investments, but it should be one of your priorities. And so speaking to your holistic accountant about what strategies, if any, there might be available if you do that can crystallise significant value. Okay, that's it for us for this week. Until next week, bye for now.